podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 12th of September. National League fixtures will go ahead from today following a pause in games due to the death of the Queen. It is yet to be seen whether the EFL and Premier League will follow suit, but hopes are that games will resume as scheduled this week. The search is on for Brighton's new permanent manager. After losing Graham Potter to Chelsea last week, the Seagulls are looking to tie down their new boss as soon as possible, with Celtic manager Ange Postacoglu one of the names being heavily linked. According to the Times, Postacoglu is under serious consideration from the Premier League club, who have been impressed by the feedback they've had on him so far. Meanwhile, Thomas Tuchel has come into terms with losing his job at Chelsea. Over the weekend, he released a statement saying he was honoured to have been part of Chelsea's history and that his time at the club will always have a special place in my heart. Tuchel was sacked as manager last week after his 100th game in charge ended in defeat by Dinamo Zagreb. Now, with no games from the weekend to talk about, it's only natural that much of the paper talk has descended back into transfer gossip and speculation. With that in mind, Cristiano Ronaldo is still said to be angling for a move away from Old Trafford in the coming January window. According to a source at the club, Ronaldo has struggled to fit into new boss Eric Ten Hag's system, and a decrease in game time will make him even more desperate to exit the club as soon as possible. Those are your headlines. Right, let's start then. Not much more to say about the uh, Football League fixtures. We're hoping they're going to start again this week. National League starts tonight. Uh, Hopefully Premier League will resume on Friday night. There's two games scheduled at the moment. Uh, There's a full slate of European games this week and EFL games. So, yeah, uh, if this is where you get your news from, I will make sure I'll update you when we get more information on it. But until then, not much more to say. Instead, though, let's talk about Brighton's new permanent manager, I think the, the most important thing with this, this search for a new man, new manager at Brighton is that I think all fans of Brighton and all football people have a lot of faith in Brighton's hierarchy. They have a lot of faith in Brighton as a club. They know that they're well run. They know they're not going to jump in feet first into something they're not sure about. Some of the names we're looking at at the moment, I mentioned in the headlines there, Ange Postacoglu. That seems to fit the profile of the sort of manager they're after. He's done a fantastic job at Celtic. You, you only have to look at the European game last week against Madrid. Okay, yes, they lost the game and lost it comfortably in the end. But the the quality of football for that first 60 or 70 even minutes against the European champions was absolutely brilliant. They, they more than held their own for a large part of that game. And I know it's easy to look at that game in isolation, but they've been doing that for, you know, a decent amount of time now under Postacoglu. Uh, he seems to have the right mentality for a big club because make no mistake, Celtic is a huge, huge club. And there's an argument that he's actually going to a smaller club in Brighton and would he want to take that job on? Well, probably in context, the strength of the Premier League means it is a step up uh, and I think they'll be able to get him if they wanted him. But, you know, in, in Tony Bloom as chairman, in, in Paul Barber and David Weir, you, you know that Brighton are in good hands. Some of the other names they're looking at, uh, Roberto De Zerbi, uh, he was at Sassuolo, then Shakhtar. And actually, similar clubs to Brighton in a sense. Shakhtar certainly... A club that historically has been one that relied on a very deep network of scouting, bringing in a lot of, uh, in their case, a lot of Brazilian players, South American players, getting them over to Ukraine, where the work permit situation is slightly different, and then being able to sell them on to big European clubs once they've once they've established themselves. Obviously, it's a bit different for Brighton with with things like Brexit, and and it's it's harder to get players' work permits now than it ever has been. 
But in terms of identifying players, bringing the right players in, making them better, making the team better, and then have a new option to sell them on for a good good price, well, that's absolutely what Brighton have been doing. So that makes sense. Uh, another name, Steve Cooper. I mean, Steve Cooper at Forest. I think it would be crazy to even suggest that Steve Cooper, having overseen 22 new first-team signings this summer, would then just sort of leave them. But it's football, isn't it? Mad stuff happens all the time. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Cooper would be interested in the job. It's a fantastic job with great people, as I say, and, and there's no reason why you you would just dismiss the, uh, the the opportunity out of hand. But he might feel as though he's got a lot of work to do at Forest still. Um, another name, Kjetil Knutsen from Bodo Glimt. This is one I'm, I don't know too much about this one. Um, very highly rated. I, I know they beat Roma 6-1 last season and that was that was to put Bodo Glimt on the map even more. But look, if he's a sort of manager that these guys are looking at, then I'd have faith in them. And this is the refreshing thing about Brighton, isn't it? I'm, I'm a Derby fan. When we've had sort of six, seven years of real tumult and it's it's when one manager would go, you'd never have faith that the next one would be the right guy because you don't have faith in the hierarchy at the club. Brighton's the opposite. You'd feel confident what whatever happens there. Um, okay, Thomas Tuchel, on the other hand there, uh, lost his job. Nice nice statement he released. I'm still staggered that they've sacked him, but there we are. Plenty of big clubs, big clubs will look at Tuchel and, and see him as their first choice, so I don't think he'll be out of work for long. I just feel sorry for the guy. I think he did a fantastic job and has been turfed out too quickly, but it uh, doesn't matter what I think. Uh, right, let's wrap up. Cristiano Ronaldo, this is always the case, isn't it? With no football, gossip turns up again. But look, Ronaldo wants to leave. He always wanted to leave all summer. The problem is for him, nobody wants to take him on. No one with a high enough profile of, of European club status wants to take him. So, Chris, just relax. Stay there. You're there for a few months more. Not much you can do about it. Uh, what would worry me more if I was a United fan uh, is the fact that these stories are getting leaked. Now, I know that this this is from the Sun newspaper, so, you know, take that with a pinch of salt, um, and it is only an unnamed source, so it could all be, say it quietly, bullshit, but it could also be more of these leaks we've been having from the club for the last 18 months, so that's what would concern me more, um, but yeah, Ronaldo can say he wants to leave as much as he wants, but if no one's going to take him on, apart from maybe a Saudi club, then he's, he's stuck, isn't he? All right, look, that's all we've got time for. Uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll have some more news about the game's being back on this week but if not a whole slate of european action to look forward to uh, cheers guys see you tomorrow sports social podcast network